This episode on the Mesh.TV is sponsored by The Sock Factory, making quality socks in North Carolina since 1975. Producers of Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and Fit Sock, The Sock Factory has something for everyone. Find out more at thesockfactory.com. What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 18, volume 7 of the Fantasy Formula, your Super Bowl edition of the Fantasy Formula. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are down to it. After 14 long weeks, I believe that's right, 14 long weeks, we are here, and there are two men standing left in the ring here, Hank. There certainly are. So, First of all, do you think Stevie needs backup help? <laughs> okay, let's not jump in on that. How good please. is that song, though? It's a great I mean, song. Is that not one of the best it Christmas was, songs? It was a great song. I was enjoying it until you decided to chime in. <laughs> I was just giving them a little backup. You know, everybody needs a little backup now and then, Hank. Man. Anyway, back to the football. So, Hank moves on, gets a big, big win in the Davy Drives a Hummer Hickory League that we've been a member of for nearly 20 years. He advances to his third final. Third final. Third final. Um, competing against another gentleman who is a. Week, year in and year out. Juggernaut. A, a juggernaut in our league. Mr. Jay Caldwell going for – he's been in several – more than three finals, but this will be his third Super Bowl if he wins. So the next champion will have three rings. Yeah, yeah. So there's only one other person in our league with three championships, and that's C.J. Hines. Yes. And Lord knows he is – bumped into it yes you know yeah he Bell doesn't deserve it. that title no, but we're going to have a three-time champion to sit in that ring with him and uh jay is a formidable opponent i gotta tell you he does stuff on the waiver wire and yes. some, like nobody else so it's gonna be tough it is gonna be tough but um my team is playing really well right now i've got i don't know i i've, I've got as good a chance as him certainly in vegas sets your odd right now odds right now at uh, Hank Imer's team, minus 11-ish. Is that where it's looking? Mm-hmm. Something yep. like that? Minus really? 11. Well, we'll go over your team in a second. Let's get to mine, the more important one, right, as we, you know, as we're talking about Super Bowl champions. So I am also made it to a final. Granted, it wasn't the final, the big money final. The big right. money final, I put up 49 points in the semifinal. The oh. lowest in, of all time. The lowest. That's unprecedented. Who started Unpre- for you? That, like, yeah. Did Harris start for you? <laughs> We'll roll in. No, uh, Antonio Brown, he goes out in the first quarter, yep. puts up like one. Doug Baldwin put up 1.7. You had Russell Wilson. He didn't do much anything, right? No. That tells you, I, my, well, I scored 145 with Russell Wilson. Wow. Gracious. Uh, my quarterback was Dak Prescott. He put up like nine. Anyway, yeah. it was just overall poor, poor performance. So I lose out in that league, but I do advance to the finals in the High Point League, mm-hmm. which the team I'm playing against is 13-1, and one, Hank. They are 13-1. and one. And in our, in our solo meeting earlier in the year, he pretty much whooped me. So this will be a good payback. We'll see if I can rally the troops and get a Super Bowl win. It would feel good to get that win. So let's talk about, before we jump into it, um, some big news, injury front. As I mentioned, Antonio Brown, he got injured. His lower leg contusion, that's what they're saying. Right. He is out. Out completely. Out for for next week for sure. He is done. Can you imagine how many people that are going into their Super Bowl run here? And Antonio Brown, who has been incredible. That's one of the reasons I won. I was playing playing against Antonio Antonio, Yes, Right? So could you imagine him just dragging you through this year and not having him? Oh, that's how I got there in the other league until he goes out and it kills me. But anyway, so that's big, big news. You're going to need a replacement for Antonio Brown. Also – I don't know if you were lucky enough to maybe pick up an Aaron Rodgers, but you know Aaron Rodgers played last week. Right. Didn't play great. Three picks two and uh, two touchdowns. However, they haven't decided if he's just going to be on the bench or play one more week. Right. One guy from uh, – and I'll read a text from a couple of our 
fantasy fanatics who made it to the playoffs and wanted to thank us for getting them there. So uh, I'll read his text. He has Aaron Rodgers and has to decide what he's going to do this right. week. I mean, at some point you have to sit him if they're not going to make the playoffs. Don't risk it. I'd he took a couple big hits too. Dude, that one that went right on his shoulder. I was like, oh, God. Done. He's out. But, yeah, yeah he popped right up. I wouldn't play him. You're I right. Wouldn't There's either, nothing man. to play for, you know. Um, other big injury news, uh, Tevin Coleman. I know he's the Atlanta Falcon. They say he will be back next week. Uh, I know you don't want to hear that, but it's not official. It's still kind of they're mulling it over. But d- Freeman looked awesome good last night. night. He looked like top three running back in the league. Give him the ball. Dude was phenomenal. But I guess the biggest news, Zeke. Yeah. He's coming back. Right. If somebody's well, got Super him. Bowl, the Super Bowl fantasy playoff, Zeke is coming back. Yeah. If somebody's got him on their bench, it's going to be hard not to play him. I mean, he's going to be Got to play him. Yeah. They, uh, the report I read, he's been on the beach for the last – some tropical island for the last – he's been suspended for how many weeks? Four or six? Yeah. Something like that. He's been on this island for four weeks, let's say, just doing cardio, running in the ocean like Rocky, you know, on the beach push with ups. Apollo push-ups. They said he is ripped. You think? To the gills. So, anyway, it'll be interesting Do to see Do you think that's going to help? So, I'm going against Dak this week. Do you think that helps Dak's performance? Good question. Because it op- it probably would open up the pass. But does that open up the perfor- uh, Dak's performance? Who are they playing? Let's look to see who Dallas has here. Dallas is playing um, – hold on real quick and I can tell you. They are playing um, – Seattle. Seattle. Seattle's reeling right now, dude. They are. Dallas playing at home, that's a game. And I've got Russell Wilson. Yes. So I think that's a shootout game, dude. That's going to be a lot of points scored to you. So I do think Dak will have a nice day because Zeke's back. It helps Dak. When Zeke's back, Dak plays better. Look at the stats. Oh, without a doubt. So anyway, I think that's a shootout game. 47 is that total. We'll talk about that in a little bit. That's going way over. Way over. Um, So do you want to look at your team real quick and let's talk about it? Sure. Let's do it. Um, So, you know, the good thing about our um, our, – site that we play on CBS. Um, it tells you some great like statistics about it. Jay Caldwell, it has won the series 12 to seven. He leads the series against you. Yes. Yep. So uh, the last time I beat him was like an Oh eight or something. <laughs> it was, it was ridiculous. Um, so I'm due. Yes. I'm due. Not okay. due, due, but you are due. I'm right? due. Yes. So Let's go head to head, quarterback, quarterback, running back, okay. running back. Okay, you I'll tell give me your you thought. Advantage. Yeah, you, go ahead. You give me your thought. Okay. Russell Wilson's going to be playing Dallas. Okay, his quarterback's Dak. Dak playing Seattle. Okay, total in that game is forty-seven. Like I mentioned, I think it'll be a shootout. Russell Wilson has been running for his life. I'm but glad against, he had a bad game. Yeah, but against a bad Dallas secondary, I like Russell to get more points than Dak. Not by a ton, just because Dak. Let be an Ezekiel Elliott show, which will help Dak, though, but yeah. it's going to take away some of his points. So I would lean Russell in that matchup. Okay. Ingram versus Mark. Hunt. Okay. Hunt. New Orleans at home against Atlanta. Ingram, and you heard Kamar, what you all saw Kamara's back, but it really doesn't even affect those two running backs. They get, they they're get getting theirs. so much work, they're getting it anyway. Against Kareem Hunt for Kansas City, who's going, about, going against a Miami D. Which their run defense is kind of stout. It's, it's okay. Kansas City at home. You know what I think Miami's going to make is I, I like I like Ingram. Just slightly. Yeah. Just slightly. Cream Hunt's had two good games back-to-back in a row, too. Yep. Uh, Freeman, Devonta Freeman, who's playing New Orleans, yes. which should be good for him. Uh, should be. He brought in Fournette, who's on the bench with a quadricep injury. He didn't play last week. Fournette did not play. He's coming back, and they're playing San Francisco. Whew, San Francisco's run defense is bad, bud. Yep. God, yeah. but Freeman, Freeman looks so – I'm going to lean slightly to the Fournette just because they're playing San Francisco D and Kamara and – no, we're not – Oh, no, oh Freeman. Coleman. Tevin. And Tevin's probably coming back. But, dude, Freeman right now looks just like a, a monster. Man, your team's pretty damn good, bud. I appreciate it. Uh, looks like that's, – that's a pick em. Again, I'd slight lean to Fournette just because against San Francisco's D. Number one receiver, Hopkins for Houston, who's had a great year. Against Pittsburgh, Okay, he's got Devonta Adams – for Green Bay, who left with a concussion. He's not playing. He had a concussion. Yeah, he's not going to play. Okay. So his only options outside of that are going to be Crowder, and that's it. That's the only person I would he has lean, on his bench. Obviously, Hopkins. I don't know. Last week, Hopkins, did you watch the game? Yeah. They scored seven points. They did nothing. Hopkins got his kind of late, late on a bomb, right. but he still got his. Hopkins all day. Okay. Uh, Michael Thomas playing Atlanta, who had a great week. Shootout. He had a great week. Yep. Against Devin Funches, and I don't know if you saw that Funches went down twice with a shoulder injury. So he's nursing a weak shoulder. Lean, big lean. 
massive lean to Michael Thomas here in that matchup, my friend. Okay. Okay. So um, I'll give Michael Thomas a stat line. I would think this week against that Atlanta D, because I don't know if you saw Mike Evans last night, Monday Night Football. He was torching those dudes, even though he got called two pass right. offensive. Inter- he could have had three touchdowns last night. Yeah, he could have. So I'll say Michael Thomas's number one touchdown, 110, eight receptions. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I feel you. That's easy. So I. This is, it brings up our flex, and I called you on Sunday to talk a little bit about this. So I've got Bernard and Mixon, who Mixon has been out with a concussion. Yeah, and they've, they've mailed it in, but that team's Yeah, they're, they're done. Yeah. So really, those two running backs are kind of gross. Yeah. But I have Murray, who scored, mm-hmm. Latavius Murray, who scored for Minnesota, and, and I have Diggs. Stephon Diggs. So I think it's going to be between Stephon Diggs and Latavius Murray, yep. which I think is a wash against Goodwin, a receiver from San Francisco who's playing Jacksonville. You know that D for Jacksonville is pretty good. It's true. Goodwin's been playing out of his mind. Out you know, of his mind. This g- g- Garof, what's, what's the quarterback? Garofalo. No. Yep. Garofalo, yeah. He has been incredible, and Goodwin has been his main guy, right, right. in San Francisco. Right. However, um, that Jacksonville D is no joke. No, no joke. joke. No joke. So I would say you probably have a slight lean – and between the two, you got Minnesota's going against Green Bay's D. I like Diggs. I like Diggs in this matchup. Green Bay's defensive backs are not that strong. All right. I would lean maybe. That, but that's a toss-up. You could, Either way, 50-50 on that one. So right now, our tight ends are, I say, both kind of doo-doo. Uh, I've got Cooks from Oakland who's playing Philadelphia. And Philadelphia's D has been playing gross. They let mm-hmm. New York just run all over him. Yep. And then Eric Ebron is his, who's playing Cincinnati, yeah. who they will let him do whatever he wants for Cincinnati. Right. What was your tight end one more time, Seth? Jared Cook. Jared Cook. Yeah, I'm going to lean Ebron right there. Right. I'll, I'll give him the edge there. I agree. Last kicker doesn't really matter. I've got Kansas City's kicker who's done really well. He's he's He scored 14 for me last week. He's had a couple big weeks. He's got um, Jacksonville's kicker, Lambeau. Yeah. And I uh, had pretty decent weeks, too. Um, and they're playing San Fran, so they should be in that side of the field. Yep. Uh, last but not least, I got Eagles D, who has been struggling. But guess what? They got me to the dance, mm-hmm. and I'm going to dance the crap with them. Okay. And uh, Chargers are going to get – I'm going against the Chargers, who are going to be playing the Jets, which is a pretty yes, good matchup. that's a pretty good matchup for them. Eagles have Oakland at home. <laughs> Oakland's not doing – I like – Okay, I would lean San Diego Chargers. L.A. Chargers have a little bit advantage over the Eagles, but that is so close. That's like a point. Right. You know, so overall, it looks like everything's leaning to Hank's side. That's hope. You know, that's what it looks like. But that's the fickle thing about fantasy football. You have no clue. You have no yeah. clue. Good luck. I'm going to do the same thing for my team, okay? Yeah. So I'm going up against quarterback. We've got, and I've got three options. I've got Dak Prescott. I've got Case Keenum. And I picked up Garoppolo on the waiver wire late last week. Um, against he's starting Blake Bortles. Who would you want out of those three quarterbacks? Prescott, Case Keenum, or Garoppolo against his Blake Bortles? If Zeke comes back, I'd want Dak. I'm, I got Dak in there right yeah, now. If and he I comes would, back. Give me the lean on that one. What do you think, yeah, Dak I, over Bortles? I think so Even too. though Blake Bortles has been playing pretty He's been playing good. pretty good. He's been playing better. But I tell you, this week he played awesome. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, he, did you hear what Steve Young said? Huh. He said right now if he – if the Jacksonville matched up against New England Patriots to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC Championship, he would lean towards Jacksonville to win. Wow. Steve Young. I thought he was real smart. He is really smart. Yeah, but maybe he, not. Maybe he's been hit too many yeah, times. Yeah, something's going concussion, <laughs> C- CET or CT, whatever it is. What is it? Concussion. Okay, concussion. <laughs> Next up, wide receiver one, Michael Thomas, New Orleans. Right. Got him against Tyreek Hill. Whew. Yeah. You know, the thing about that is is uh, they both have their pluses and minus. Tyreek Hill is a just a one-man wrecking crew. If Alex Smith plays well, I would lean towards Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it's pretty close. Michael Thomas, though, we just said his numbers. He get 120, 110, a touchdown, and eight receptions. Yeah, but some days pretty he's good. pretty anemic, you know what I mean, because there's so many targets so out there. So why when I said, and he, when we were talking about your Michael Thomas, I was saying, oh, it's a good one. Now when Michael Thomas is on my no, team, now you're saying not no, the same. No, listen, I, I'm with you on this one. Tyreek Hill's a good receiver. Let's yes. not argue this yes, point. He is okay? good. He's good. I was. It, we were talking about Michael Thomas versus some scrub. David Funches or Devin know, Funches. Devin Funches. Yeah. But um, you know the good thing for him is is did you see Coleman for New Orleans? He fumbled the ball. Dropped the ball. Fumbled twice. The, yes, yes. So they're going to keep throwing to his direction. You know what? Michael Thomas. Yeah. So we like to hear, boy. Yeah. Next up, wide receiver two, Alshon Jeffrey. Me, Philadelphia. They're going against Oakland against Cooper Cup. 
Tennessee uh, Rams against Tennessee. Jeffries for sure. They're looking his way. All those it. receivers are having good years. Love it. Aguilar, all of them do. I, I have him on my bench, and he's scoring big, and I never get to play him. Yeah. So I, I think Jeffries for sure. And then listen to these running backs. This is when it gets really good. So running back one for me, Kareem Hunt. His running back one, Le'Veon Bell. Oh, the way they're the way they're playing though, Kareem Hunt right yeah, now. It's, it's pretty close. I'd probably, be close. I'd give the edge to Bell. Running back two, me, Devontae Freeman, him, Todd Gurley. <laughs> I mean, this is getting that's head to head, boy, right that's there. Pretty good, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's head to head. I don't tight. know. I don't, I don't probably lean towards Gurley. Yeah. And then listen to this. Then we've got our flex. We're both running backs. I'm Alvin Kamara. He's Alex Collins. Look at those running backs right there. Golly, yes, Collins dude. has been playing awesome. He's playing great, Kamara. Um, you know, he's Kamara's balling. been incredible. Yeah. Um, I think Kamara's going to get better too. There, I think yeah. they were just kind of like the last game. They're just making yeah. sure he wouldn't. I think his next game is going to be big. Yeah, dig it. This is where I need a little help here. So I've had Jimmy Graham as my starting tight end all for the whole year. The last two weeks, dude, negative points. Yeah. He put negative points on the board. Can I trust this dude in the Super Bowl against Zach Ertz? Do I need to find another tight end? What? Why has he been having negative points? I guess he's, he's been fumbling. He dropped the ball the last game for sure. Good Lord. You know uh, you know, with who's out on your waiver wire, could be out on your waiver Who? wire, who's been coming off and on and would be – a, I think a solid pickup right now. Greg Olson. People have been dropping him. Yeah, he did get dropped in one league. He's he's definitely not dropped in this league. This is a bunch of Panther fans, so they yeah. they got him. But, but I mean, if you could I pick could, him up, that would be a great oh, pickup. He up. had a great week last week. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, other kickers don't matter. I always I got the Hickory boy Ryan Suckup against Justin Tucker. I would yeah. Lean, yeah, I would lean Tucker because Tucker's awesome. Suckup is too, but Tucker more consistent. Defense. This is where I'm going to drop some stuff. He's got Jacksonville. Probably number top three defense, and my defense is New Orleans at Atlanta, so I'm dropping that one yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would not yeah. want them. Yeah, so I'll pick somebody up. So what do you think? It's pretty equal. I mean, I think it's – I give me. I like the lean here over here. Yeah, I kind of like your team yeah. a little bit. Yeah. The running back scenario, you guys are going to score 100 points yeah. in those three guys. Yes, it's going to be Incredible. I can't wait to see how that works yeah, out. Yeah, it's going to be good. Well, good luck to you, Hank. Same to you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. And let's rock real quick. We're going to need to fly through Fantasy 45. We've already done a lot of the talking. You just give me who you like. Here we go. Starting another – oh, God, another dud. This is – oh, this, this is fun, though, because do you know Christmas Day is the day that all the football games come on? Did you know that? Uh, there's, so, there's several, but I'm saying there's a lot of games on Christmas Day, too. So on the 23rd – we have one. We have two games on the twenty third. Hank, Indianapolis at Baltimore is the first game. Baltimore right now is a thirteen and a half point favorite. Forty one. After you, you saw Indiana, Indianapolis play last week. Good lord, this team just is ready for the season to end. Yeah, they uh, they're awful. They're awful. And Baltimore's been playing well. And if they keep running the ball the way they are, they're. I, I have no problem betting on Baltimore. Baltimore all day. They cover that number. They win by two touchdowns. Vegas got them 12 and a half. We'll take them by two touchdowns. Yes, we will. Next up, 8-30 game. So, the 12-23, this is a – they're not playing on a Friday night. In no, Chris, that's Saturday. That's Saturday night. That's yes, Saturday. That's Saturday. Okay. So, so, do you have anybody in that Indianapolis-Baltimore game? Nobody. He, nobody. I'm going against Alex Collins, though, Okay. So, okay. I'm going against him. Then the Minnesota-Green Bay, you've got some dudes. Octavius Murray. Yep, and I don't have any dudes. But Minnesota is a one-and-a-half point favorite. At Green Bay. Now, they still haven't said the thing about Aaron Rodgers. Let's say Rodgers plays. I'd pick you, him in a – with one? Would you take Aaron Rodgers over Minnesota at home? At home. At home. Can His you, return? Yes. And it's Christmas in the air. Can you imagine that feeling? I, I cannot tell you how easy a bet that is to take. But think about this. You know, Minnesota's defense is nasty. One pop. One big hit. You know what I'm saying? I is know. it worth the risk? I know we talked about I, it already. but If I were going to bet early, if I were going to bet right now, I'd go ahead and take Minnesota with them thinking about not playing. Playing Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Because I think Minnesota beats him if it's Headley out there. Sure. I, Hundley, yep. Hundley, I, I'm I agree. I'm, I'm going to lean Minnesota, too. I don't think they're going to risk Aaron Rodgers playing. So, let's give me Minnesota minus the one and a half. Yep. Next up. So, this is Christmas Eve, Hank. Christmas Eve, 1224 Sunday. Um, wow. God. Look at all these games. Okay. 12, 24. Let's think about how this is going to work on Christmas. Have we watched football on Christmas Eve before? I'm sure we have, but it must have been many moons ago. Yeah, it's not since Fantasy Formula has been here. I, I don't remember this. So this might be a lot of fun. It might cut into, what do you normally do Christmas Eve, Tom? Do you have a tradition of yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. In, so we go to church. Yes. Okay. Um, so that's, you know, 7 o'clock. Oh, you do the nighttime church. We do the night yeah. church mm-hmm. because uh, Harris sings yep and so la la yeah mm-hmm. so but we end up um 
really going to my mom's and doing Christmas kind of early, so like four. But like the rest of the day is going to be football, bro. So you do Christmas on Christmas Eve at your mom's? At my mom's because yes. we can, we wake up and do our deal at my at house. house. Gotcha, gotcha. How about you? Well, ours is a little different. We do the church thing too, and then we meet my family. At the tap room. We do it every time after the little church ceremony. Ours starts at 5 and it's over right. at 6. So we go tap room, drink a couple Christmas ales with my whole family, eat a bunch of appetizers, then head home about 7.30 or 8 and start doing our Christmas Eve stuff. I'll be watching some football. That'll be fun. And then Jennifer goes to the midnight candlelight or whatever with my mom and my sister. Nice. And I'm putting together all the stuff I need to put together. Yeah. 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 So then well, now we'll be able to watch a little football that night. Let's see when the last game is just to make sure it'll be on at night. Yes, there is an 830 game. No. No. No, there is not an 8.30. Dang it. Well, there's a college football game. It's played in Hawaii on Christmas Eve, so we will have some watching. Some, you uh, have a viewing, problem. Some viewing pleasure. You have a some, problem. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, next up, Detroit, 1 o'clock Christmas Eve at Cincinnati. As we said, Cincinnati has thrown in the towel. Detroit minus 3.5. Dude, there's no way Cincinnati keeps this close. Hank, I'm sorry. There's no way. I think that's as, as easy it's a bet easy. as you can make. Easy Detroit, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't unload the Christmas fund because you never know. These right. damn NFL games have been so weird. Dalton got pulled. I know. and that, But it might be the best thing. This A.J. McCarron is their backup. Maybe he'll bring them some life. So you got to think about I'm glad you mentioned that Dalton got pulled. Sometimes a backup quarterback will bring you some life. Look at Garoppolo, what he's doing in San Francisco. They won yep. three in a row. Yep. You know? So just keep your eye on that. I would maybe lean a little under the total, 43 and a half. I can see them scoring 41 total. Uh, next up, and if you don't realize, Hank, I don't have the bell today. The damn bell is upstairs. Ding, ding. I'll do it with my mouth like that. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Chargers at the Jets, 1 o'clock Christmas Eve. Jets on the, at home, seven-point dog. Chargers coming to their place. A poor performance last week against the Chiefs. Yeah. Well, the, the Chargers before that have been playing – Spectacular, yeah. and that country boy from state has been yeah. playing well. He had a bad game. Though. He had a bad game. Three though. picks. Yeah. He won't do that again. Yeah, seven. Uh, I feel like is plenty of points, but I'm still going to take Chargers. I'll lean Chargers too. The Jets have a new quarterback now. It's Bryce Petty, who actually played an all right game against the Saints. They were a 16 point dog and barely missed the cover because Petty played pretty good. I'll take the Chargers though, just to cover that seven. I can see the number actually hitting right on that number. Ding, ding. Next up, Rams at Tennessee. Tennessee reeling. Mariota still struggling. Rams off the thumping of Seattle. Did you watch that game? Yes. It was over in the – you could tell it was over in the first, like, two possessions. They dominated the Seahawks. It's the line here, eight. The number here is six and a half. Rams, six and a half. I'm taking them. All day. Without a doubt. All day. The way they're playing, yeah. I would have taken them at eight. Yeah. I like them too, Hank. Six and a half Rams it is. Total is 49. Tennessee's been playing a lot of games under the total, although the Rams have been scoring at will. Tough call on that over-under. What do you think? You need, you're need you relying on Tennessee. To score. To they don't, score. And they, they have don't trouble. They yep. have trouble scoring. So no, no. Yeah, under the total. Uh, if you had to, would you start a DeMarco Murray or a uh, – who's the other big back Henry. there? Henry as a flex because they're – they both not been doing well lately. No. I mean, if you had another option, I wouldn't. But DeMarco Murray's still going to get – I mean, you would hope that – in a flex position, you want six to nine He'll points. get you eight. He'll yeah. get you eight points. Safe. Safe eight points flex. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Ding, ding. Chicago. Cle- no, Cleveland. Chicago. Hey, I almost had it right. Just flip-flopped them. Chicago at home. Cleveland. All right, Hank, we're coming down to the last two games of the year. They've got to get a win. This might be their best chance. At Chicago, Vegas doesn't think so. Vegas has Chicago, six-and-a-half-point favorite, 38. They would have had a better chance if Chicago was coming to them, <laughs> Yeah. right? Yes. Much better chance. They're not beating them in Chicago. Trubisky's playing well. Playing, playing better. He's playing, playing better. pretty yep. well. So I'd say this could be the week that they lose again. <laughs> <laughs> you think they cover that number of six-and-a-half? I can see this one like being a field goal for some reason. No, like, I, both think, teams I, suck. Think, I think that I think they'll cover. Okay, Hank's got them covering. I say no to the cover, but winning Chicago will win. Ding, ding. Next, 1 o'clock, Tampa Bay at Carolina. It's a big controversy in Carolina, dude. I mean, what in the hell is going on? I tell you, guys – Guys made some bad moves. Sometimes your perv switch goes on and you just cannot get cut it off. You know, you just got going crazy and asking to massage people's feet and shave their legs. Shave their and legs. I mean, let me see you in the jeans. I mean, you're a billionaire, homie, right? You're a billionaire. 
and you got a fine wife at home. And, right. But if you want to, whatever, you can work out some other – you don't have to do this at the workplace. No. You know what I mean? No. And I don't condone this behavior at all. I don't want people to think right. I'm some pervert. Right. Thank you. Thank no, you. but this, 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 is, this is really like – started to snowball in and it's you know it started in the um music and and film industry hollywood and has really moved into all facets which which is uncovering all kinds of skeletons yes and it's causing this gentleman that has billions of dollars (laughs) to sell his probably his beloved panthers yes which i i like you i don't condone it but it is coming out of the woodwork and this guy's a freak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, he's shaving people's legs. Yeah. And but then, that's but, yeah. Just imagine the other stuff that you know that is under lock and key. Like they cannot talk about it because these these right people took probably millions of dollars, and so they can't say a word. It may be way worse than this. Who knows? Yeah. Well, you know, it's the crazy thing is, is so say he's selling it. A franchise like I, I've heard people say a franchise like Carolina is a, a, a good franchise. Two point eight billion. Yeah. So they're they're saying. It is a sellable fra- – like somebody will be waiting sure. to buy this thing. Waiting um, list. And, you know, the NFL has some say in it. Yes. Right? So the real question is, is what kind of controversy comes out of it when the NFL sells it to a oil tycoon from Texas right. or whatever who has wanted a team his entire life and wants to move to, t- to Carolina. He's got billions of dollars too. He's ready to do it. And it snubs P. Diddy and <laughs> Curry – and Kaepernick from getting their team because right. they went to social media. It will be an oh, uproar. It's be a clown show. It will be a clown Dude, show. P did. You know what he said? Have you heard what he said? Yes. The North Carolina. He don't even know the damn team name. I can't wait to get a hold of these North Carolina Panthers. Come on, call the team by their right name. I do not want P. Diddy owning the Panthers. I don't either. There is no way. I don't either. Come on. I don't either. Because, you know, it, it, it would be a nightmare. Yeah. Um, one thing I did read, though, today, Hank, that will maybe reassure you a little bit. So Jerry Richardson, he's the gentleman selling the franchise. He right. doesn't own it all. You know, he owns 49% of the club, and then the rest of the club is owned by minority owners. Right. He gets the final say. The NFL doesn't get the final say in who he sells it to. He can choose. Did you know that? Because I didn't know that until today. He can choose who, like, the NFL will bring him a list of here are potential right. buyers. And Jerry Richardson can talk to them all and interview them all and decide who he wants to sell the team to. Then it has to get voted on by the by the, league. By the owners, right. the other owners. So um, he can actually say, look, if you're planning to move the team, eh, I ain't selling it to you. Right. You guys are planning to stay And I hope Carolina. that's important for him. He said he wants to leave a legacy. Well, do that. Let that be your last legacy. I sold the team to an ownership group that is going to keep it in the Carolinas. Right. You know, please. I hope, yeah, that, that's it, man. I mean, if that team moves, I'll be depressed. Oh, dude, think of everybody. Everybody will be down because they're a big part of our community. Sure. You know? I remember getting a shirt, Carolina Panther shirt. Yeah. My sophomore year, my mom, once they announced it, my mom went and got a Panther shirt for me, and I wore it to school, and some of the kids didn't even know. No they were way. like, what is that? And I'm like, this is our new football team. Oh, you didn't know this? Wow. And they're like, holy cow, I like yeah. broke the news. That's great. Good it was you. incredible. Good memory. Awesome. Hey, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a bad class, though. So. <laughs> class. I remember that class. But. All right. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, let's go back to this case. So Carolina's playing well right now. Big win over Green Bay last week. Can they keep the wheels churning and get a win against Tampa Bay, who put up a good fight last night against Atlanta, but just wasn't enough? They're, did you see how many people are hurt for Tampa Bay? It's, oh, it's like their awful. whole team. Yeah, it's awful. They are missing everybody. Jameis Winston played great. I mean, he, he, he played, played good. He played good. He played like a leader. He did. So if you had to decide, because I think Winston's contract comes up next year, maybe the following year, if you want to sign Winston to the max deal, $110 million, is he your man? I mean, are you willing to say, he's my man, I'm going to give $110 million to you, Mr. Winston, you lead our franchise for the next seven years? Talent-wise, I'd say yes, but he makes poor decisions. It's not all about talent. Right. If it's talent, I say yes, but he is he is prone to steal some crab legs. Yes. And I don't want, yes. I don't want that on I, my team. He can't be your leader. I think, he's a, I think he's a great clubhouse guy, Yeah, but I'm not putting my money in him. This is what I would do because he's, you don't have to sign him for another year, so you've got, he can play another year. Let's just chalk last year up to just a, shit, a terrible year, right? A lot of injuries, hard knocks, jinx got on us. We just weren't ourselves. Right. Jameis, clean slate. Let's start anew. Show us the way. Right. Then if he has the year. 
ink that contract. Right. But you got one year, Jameis. That seems fair. Seems fair. And does it seem fair that Carolina's a 10-point favorite? Who do you like? Well, I got to tell you, the way that uh, Jacksonville, I mean, Tampa Bay played last night, they kind of scare me a little bit. And so 10 points is a lot. I don't it say is. they win by 10. Yeah. I, don't, I still think Carolina wins, but I don't think they win by 10. I'm going to say Carolina wins by 13, so I'll take Carolina just because Tampa Bay, play, coming off the Monday night, not much time to recuperate, got to travel to Carolina. Carolina's hot. They're going to win one for Jerry Richardson or whatever they're going to do. Carolina minus the 10. Hanks, uh, Tampa Bay plus the 10. Ding, ding. Atlanta at New Orleans, 1 o'clock. Big, big game in this division. Huge. Do you know how many points are going to be scored on this game? What do you think the line is from Vegas, the total? The total? 53. Bingo. 53 on the nose. Are you looking at that? No, I'm no. not looking at that. I'm just good, for goodness so, sakes. Good guess. Good guess. Uh, New Orleans minus the 6 at home against an Atlanta team. Again, played Monday night. Got to travel right. to New Orleans on a Sunday. Minus the six, total 53. Drew Brees is playing really well. And when Drew Brees is hitting and he's got people around him hitting, there's no chance that he loses at home. No chance. I concur. Think about this. Atlanta playing a depleted Tampa Bay team. Their defense was in shambles. No McCoy. They lost another dude on the D-line. They lost a safety. They lost a defensive back during the game, too. So. Right. And Atlanta could only put up 20 – I think they put up 24. They were in the red zone. They couldn't finish. New Orleans' defense is way better than Tampa's. And they're playing in New Orleans. I think the Saints roll them. Two touchdowns. So, New Orleans minus the six. Give me New Orleans. They score 40. Falcons, 24. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. Next up, Washington at – no, Washington at home versus Denver. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, you know, still he's still hanging in there. Got a win against Arizona last week. Samaji P. Ryan, I know he's on your team. No, he's, he's not on, on my team. Oh, I played him last team. week. Okay. Would you play him in this spot against a Denver if you have a flex no. spot open? I wouldn't. I don't like running against Denver. I mean, yeah. that's a tough. You got Von Miller over there ready to kill somebody. Yeah. How about a Jamison Crowder who you're going up against maybe against a Denver secondary who they haven't been playing as good as normal, but you like because you're playing against Jamison or Jamis whatever his name is, Crowder. Crowder. You like that? Say, hey, start him. That's no, fine. I mean, me. I, no, I mean, I think the receivers are having good days against Denver, so yeah. I'd rather not. But um, if you're going to put him up against a defense, that might as well be the one, you know? I mean, I think that they – that doesn't worry me as much as up against New Orleans. Right. Right. Somebody like that. So, I mean, I'd rather see him playing Denver. Washington minus three and a half at home, total 41. Oh, I think that they end up doing it. Denver, just scratch this year up. You know, just scratch this year up. I think Washington comes out and beats them. I lean a little Washington, too. Two wins. Washington won last week. They go two in a row, get everybody's confidence feeling good right before the Christmas holiday. Ding, ding. Miami at Kansas City. Kansas City minus the 10 at home. Miami traveling to Kansas City. Miami just got thumped against Buffalo. Do they have anything left in the tank for this Kansas City team who laid it on the line against the Chargers last week? Right. 10-44. They pounded them. I think Kansas City's starting to – you know, they they hit this um, incredible climb and then they declined. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're starting to get back in that mindset of playing well. A lot of points, though. A lot of points. 10? 10. I think we still got Cutler. Cutler. Behind center. Yes. I'm betting against him. I'm going to take Miami in this spot just because – I don't know why, just because. I just think they cover the number. I think Kansas City wins the game by seven. I'd lean under the total 44. Ding, ding. Buffalo at New England. New England, 10.5-point favorite. Actually, it's been bet up to 12.5 now, Hank. Two-point line move in the last hour. Total 47. Buffalo, I don't know what their record is, but, dude, I think they are still in the playoff hunt, if I'm not mistaken. I was going to say, I'm taking Buffalo. Yeah, I'm thinking this game might be – let me look at their record. Twelve and a half points is a lot of points. And, you know, New England, as great as they are, they sometimes let bad teams linger. I – man, you watched them against Pittsburgh last week. Granted, Pittsburgh's a good team. New England is not unbeatable. We saw that with Miami. There, Everything is just not perfect over right. there in New England land. I think Buffalo might have a little something for them. Let me give you a Buffalo's record. Buffalo's 8-6. and six. They're still in the playoff hunt. This is a big game for them. Um, yeah, Lumber's 12-and-a-half. Shoot, give me Buffalo. You think they're going to win? 
No, 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 no. I'm just saying they'll cover that number. I think the game, they, they lose by 10. They cover the number by two and a half. Right. Also, I'd lean that total is 47. I would lean – shit, New England always puts a lot of points against Buffalo. I'll go over the total 47. Buffalo can score a few. 405 game, Christmas Eve, Jacksonville at San Francisco. We just talked about Garoppolo's th- won three in a row, got everybody in San Francisco excited. Jacksonville's defense is putting the thump down on teams. Jacksonville minus the four and a half on the road, total 42 and a half. I love Jacksonville right now for some reason. Yeah, playing good. I, I cannot imagine a place where – San Francisco is going to be able to do it. Even riding – I mean, that three wins in a row is more than they expected. They're still going to be happy with the way their season ended with Garoppolo being mm-hmm. there. So, they don't they don't win this game. They're not hungry enough to win this game. Yep, Jacksonville by a touchdown. So, Jacksonville gets the, gets the money. They cover this number. Let's say it's 24-14. Next up, and don't forget, keep your eye on the Leonard Fournette stuff. It still says questionable here. I'm sure he's going to play in this game, but – that's important to you, Hank. I know Leonard Fournette. Not I, I don't want any permanent damage, but if he needs to sit out for the week <laughs> just understand. to make sure, let's do it. Yeah, you understand. Next up, 425, Christmas Eve, New York Giants at Arizona. Why even play this game? These teams stink. Arizona minus five. Now it's down to three and a half. Total 40. Eli's coming out pissed. Dude, he threw for over 400 yards he's last night. He's coming game. out pissed. That guy, that guy is going to – he's going to – what are they getting? They're getting three and a half. I'm definitely taking Eli. I can maybe I might go with you on that one, Hank. Let's go with Eli minus the three and a half against an Arizona team with Blaine Gabbert moves the ball but cannot score touchdowns. All they do is kick field goals. They kicked five field goals last game. Who's their kicker? <laughs> <laughs> look him up. Look him up. For, yeah, the last like this is an interesting fact. The last thirty points that the Arizona Cardinals offense have scored. The last thirty points, field goals. Oh God! Can you? So they're not getting in the end zone at all. They got Larry Fitzgerald. You know, I don't even know who else they got. It might be the only player they have, but maybe that's why they're not getting in the end zone. <clears throat> next up, ding, ding. We're going with, let's see if we can find the next game here, Hank. It is Seattle at Dallas. This is the 425 that we liked. A lot of points in this ball game. Dallas, a five-point favorite with Ezekiel Elliott back in the mix. Total 47. It looks like, yeah, everybody else is healthy. You know, the Seattle defense, they had a couple people banged up last week. I don't right. know if they're going to be back or not. Check your injury reports. But Dallas, minus the five at home, 47. Minus the five. So we're saying that Zeke's there. He's, he's playing. Says he's probable, which okay, he's playing. so – I've got to get out of my mind that I need Russell Wilson. I know. Get that out of your mind. To score a whole bunch of points. Stay unbiased. Unbiased. If Zeke's back, I don't see them not playing well. He's been on a beach for five weeks thinking about this day. Exactly. And he's going to come out furious. Love it. I just hope they win by six, and it's it's – a really good day for Russell Wilson. Sure, a shootout. You need a bunch of points, Russell Wilson. I don't Wilson. want Dak to get very many. Oh, I want yes, that's Zeke right. to get a bunch. You need Zeke a lot. Just run the crap out of the ball. Yeah. Um, watch the linebacker play for Seattle last week. Their number one linebacker, Bobby Wagner's thighs all banged up without him. That I mean, Todd Gurley, he rushed for 150 yards against a Seattle D. You would never hear that. Yeah. But their team is just so beat up. And they're old, man. Yeah, they're starting to get old. They're, they're old. I'm giving, they're not the defense they used to be. I like Dallas to win this one by seven, and I'm going to go over the total. I think they score 54 points total. Ding, ding. Pittsburgh at Houston. Houston, we just said Antonio Brown's out for Pittsburgh. Houston has the other, the other the second best receiver in the league, I think, to uh, Antonio Brown. DeAndre Hopkins on the other side. Pittsburgh minus 10, total 44. Can Pittsburgh recover from that that play at the end of the game. What, how, what do you think about this receiving the ball rule? You know they're going to talk about this in the the winter me- or the summer meetings. Right. Do you think it's a viable rule? I feel like if you got it and it moves around in your hand a little bit, but you still got it and doesn't hit the ground or anything, why is that not a catch? Uh, I don't understand. I it. think that's stupid. Stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. If it's not now, I can understand it. Going to the ground and you use the ground to help you catch it? Absolutely. That's incomplete. That's incomplete. But if you've got it and you, it shifts around your hand but it doesn't hit the ground, you cross the goal line, that should be a touchdown. It should be. That's that, you know, in, in every sport, sport, they're starting to look at that instant replay and what it's doing. I want it to be right. Yes. But I don't want it to take yes. an extra 45 minutes. And they were talking about this in college basketball, and we can talk about that in a later date, yeah. is that you know, you're wasting three minutes when there's momentum. Sure. And the same thing with the NFL. I mean, you score a touchdown, you get a team all jacked, then you're like, nah, come back out. Right. 
the ball turned six inches in exactly. your hand, six exactly. millimeters in your and hand. And it's like big plays, too. That was the to win the game in a big game. Des Bryant in the playoffs a couple of years against Green Bay. Calvin Johnson in the playoffs a couple of years ago. I mean, big plays. It's, yeah. it's affecting these in big, big times of the game. So, anyway, I hope they tweak that rule. And if it doesn't touch the ground, but you've got it in your hand, you got it in your hands. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Easy. You would think they'd be more reasonable about yes, that. Yes, exactly. Just be reasonable. Just be reasonable. Let's go Pittsburgh. Minus the nine over Houston. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. DeAndre having a big day. Yes, big day for DeAndre. Ding, ding. Um, last but not least, this is the Christmas Day game. So, actually, that Pittsburgh game is on Christmas Day as well. And the Oakland-Philadelphia game, 8.30, Christmas Day. So, what happens on Christmas Day now? We, op- we get up early. You know, uh, we hear the pitter-patter of little feet mm-hmm. running through the halls. Oh, yeah. They, do they, does Harris jump in y'all's room first, or does he go straight down? Oh, to, no, 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 no. Okay. He jumps in ours that's, first. That's how it works at our house, too. And then I can, it's one of my – it's a really good feeling. I mean, I'm just thinking about it now and yeah. kind of feeling nice and warm inside because they're so excited. Oh, yeah. You know, and they're like – Lucy Rose is like, did he come? Oh. Did he come, Daddy? And I was always say, Lucy – I think I heard some sleigh bells last night. Let me nice. go downstairs and check. So they get all curled up with their mama in the bed, and then I go downstairs, and then I put the fire on, do all the stuff that I need to do. I'll make sure that Santa came. And yep. so far, every year he's come. And then I will put on some music, put a pot of coffee on, and then I will say, okay, girls, I think he came. Come check it out. And then they come down the stairs. It's just a fun feeling. How does it happen at your house? Uh, same kind of deal. Harris comes into the room. Starts, you know, chatting us up. Let's go. Yep. How about it? Come on. Let's go. Don't need breakfast. (laughs) Scout can hold her pee for a little bit. Let's not waste any time. Right. But wants to know what's going on. So we do a little bit of the same. I go out there, make sure that he did come, Mm -hmm. and there's not going to be any disappointed little guys there. But kind of the same thing, turn on lights, you know, get breakfast, coffee, everything kind of ready, uh, and then call him in. Now, this is a a, a regional question, I think. Um, Does Santa... Wrap presents, or does Santa just leave his presents unwrapped? Great question. So at the East household, for many years, ever since I was a little fella too, Santa's presents are unwrapped. They're sitting around the room. That's convenient for... Yes, exactly. They're unwrapped. They are put together. Now, they're not just like a a bicycle with two wheels in the frame. So, you know, they're actually put together, but they are not wrapped. And so the wrapped presents are from mommy and daddy, typically, and Santa's are out Free. Free. How about yours? Sucking in the air. It sounds like yours are wrapped. So growing up, Hank Imer grew up getting them wrapped. Yes. So every present under the tree, it was nothing but a sea of wrapped presents. (laughs) So you didn't know what you were getting. Oh, I see. Which is incredible. That's pretty cool. That's incredible. And I love that. My wife, on the other hand, grew up just having them out. Yeah. And the great debate has always been, what should we do? Sure. Because to to me, it's... The wrap presents builds excitement. Okay. Right? Yes. More things to open. Don't know. What, what is that box? What is that big box? <laughs> but there were presents under the tree before this. So is that what right. you're saying? Okay. So he knew that there's presents under the tree, but then after Santa comes, there's more presents right. that are new under the tree. Right. And, you know, we don't even put all of our stuff for him out before. Got like it. There may be one or two that he's, because right now he's, he's like, yeah, I got a couple over there. I got a couple over there. I got, you know, he yeah. knows what he's doing here. Right. But there may be a few others for me in there, sprinkled from us, sprinkled in there on top sure. of Santa. So I don't know. You know, uh, Santa may feel, uh, get mad at <laughs> Mrs. Mr. Claus if they're forced <laughs> to wrap everything. So we'll see. Well, good luck with that. It's always fun. Can't wait. Can't wait. So back to this Oakland-Philadelphia game. Philadelphia minus the nine at home against an Oakland team that, you know, put up a against Dallas. I mean, they you saw that play called Derek Carr going across the line, fumbles it, ball game. They're talking about changing that rule, too. You Have you heard what they want to do? So if it goes, you're going across the goal line, it doesn't cross, but it goes out of your hand, the offensive team gets the ball back at the twenty. So it's a touchback, but you don't lose possession. You just go back to the 20. Gotcha. So maybe. Maybe we'll see if that one passes. Maybe. But anyway, what you like, Philadelphia minus the 947? I mean, you know, I'm an Oakland fan. And Nick Foles is a very capable backup. He showed that. He had a a good Carson Wentz day. I'm going to say he's the number one backup in the league. Yeah, he's a good Carson. He had a good Carson Wentz day. Yeah. Um, Because they're in Philly and because it's Christmas, I think they play well. 
having Oakland travel all the way across, That's the I'm going to go with Philly. I like Philadelphia too, probably by 13 points to say uh, Philadelphia 30, Oakland 13, uh, 17, let's say. All right, so ding, ding. That wraps up Fantasy 45. A lot of fun. A lot of fun going back down memory lane when we're talking about Christmases. Uh, do you have one Christmas that stood out to a maybe the better one? I uh, I actually just talked about this the other day. So, you know, you, you have different Christmas. All of them are great. Yeah. Some are different than others. But I remember, so when I was about 13, you know, maybe middle school, I loved video games. Sure. I still love video games. Yeah, of course. And uh, it was when there was a number of systems out, different systems out, and I had to choose, you know, which one I wanted. And it was between... Uh, the Turbo Graphics 16, or the Super Nintendo, yeah. or the new Sega, yeah. or whatever. So I went to Santa and I was like, "I want this Super Nintendo. That's what I want. I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do. It's on my list." Uh-huh. So the morning goes. I get the Super Nintendo. Oh, yes. I get a couple games. I am so jacked, right? So I'm sitting there, and my mom's like, "I think there's another present behind the couch." Come on. So I go back behind the couch. Turbo graphics. Come on. Got a second system. <laughs> two systems? Mind blown. <laughs> so how would you do that? Would you have two DVs both plates set up at the same time? We you got controller in each up, hand? We set up oh one downstairs in the basement. Yeah. Then we drug a TV into the launcher room <laughs> for the turbo graphics. And it was the greatest day. My dad was pissed yeah. that my mom bought both. <laughs> Did pissed. Jake play games too? So you had a partner to play a with? A little bit. It was more the buddies around town. Okay. You know, okay. brothers tend to like pound on each other. <laughs> and so he didn't, once I started beating him, he didn't like that. Yeah, so we were good. Funny. But that was by far the best as far as stuff. Yes. The best Christmas I've ever had is the first one with Harris. Yeah, sure, sure. That he knows what's going on. Yeah. You know, when they're just opening boxes and fun. banging around. Yeah. But when he, knows what's going on it's incredible yeah it's really good feeling so my favorite christmas goes back to i guess i was maybe six and my brother was four seven and five and so we got matching he had a like matching schwinn bikes when schwinn and so mine was like detroit lions silver and blue and his was washington redskins red and yellow or whatever and i don't know if that ever i guess it did have to affect me on i started liking detroit lions football then um and then i got a pittsburgh steelers robe so i was really conflicted now i'm a steelers fan anyway long story short jeremy was five he got the skins robe and the skins bike never looked back and he's a skins fan so it obviously affects you the christmas presents that you open and receive right that same Christmas, we got the Intellivision gaming system. So there was Atari back in the day. But Intellivision was like a step up. The graphics were better. I don't know. That might even be before your time. That's like 4-bit. Do you remember Intellivision? <laughs> oh, I certainly okay, remember. Okay. Yeah. So that was just a phenomenal Christmas. And if we're talking about gaming with your brother, my brother and I were such massive video game heads. Like when the Nintendo, the original one, came out with Super Mario, like we would literally stay up. Like for days, yeah. and maybe not, maybe get an hour or two of sleep, but you want to wake up and go right back downstairs to keep playing. Right. And so I'll never forget. So Jeremy was awesome. Like Mike Tyson's punch out. Did you ever beat it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I but I never- had to do it with cheat codes. Come on. Oh. No cheap cheat codes. Jeremy just beat the dude outright. <laughs> and I remember, I'll never forget. So I was, I thought it was an impossible task. I was like, Jeremy, you're never going to beat him. I mean, it's impossible. No, there's no way you can beat him. And so he worked and worked. So I went to put bed. Put in the time. He put in the time. <laughs> there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. I mean, he was just working hard. I go to bed. I come back down the next morning. He is still playing. <laughs> and within about maybe half an hour, it's maybe 7 30, 8 o'clock in the morning. You hear, yes! I mean, this this cry of pride echoing through the East family household, oh, and great. he knocked him out. So I, I wasn't watching it. Of course, I had to run in there, and I see Tyson's laying down there. I mean, one of the happiest days of my brother's life. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked out Mike Tyson. Hey, good going, Jay. Yeah, way to go, Jay. But anyway, that Nintendo brought a lot of fun happiness into our, oh, our, our, our beans. So it anyway, love a game system. Love a game system. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, you know, we talked about some Christmas parties, and we'll get out of here, but we had, had two Christmas parties last weekend. You know, as I get older, Hank, <clears throat> and become more mature and responsible. Ooh, I don't like where this is yeah, going. The Christmas parties that I used to rage at, like, it's a Christmas party. My shirt's off. I'm running around a piano. I'm doing yeah. all kinds of weird stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm 
toned it down. I went to bed after the first Christmas party. I was in bed at 11. I mean, what? Look at this. What, Look at who what's are happening you? here. Next party, we did shut it down. But the shutdown time, 11.45. In the hmm. bed at 12.30. So anyway, I'm maturing. This maturing. weekend, parties start Wednesday. We've got one Thursday. Got one Friday. The last one Saturday. Mm. These are normally... These are the big dogs. These are the big ones. I think I'm, I'm going to be ones. at the Thursday with you. You're going to be at Thursday with me. Yes, you will. That'll be fun. That one shouldn't be way late, but it should be a lot, a lot of fun. fun. A lot right. of fun. Uh, the Friday night one is the small gathering. I've told you about my favorite. It's just a lot of music. Yeah. Eight to 12 people, four o'clock in the morning. That's when it kind of goes late. Yes. Yeah. And then um, Saturday is with a big family Christmas party. Fantastic. So anyway, a lot of, a lot of festivities. A lot of festivities. Yes. Well, Anything you know, your way? Uh, well, I've got two parties on Thursday night that I've got to manage. But um, we are... You're going to come to ours later? I don't know what... I've got to look at how this is going to okay. set up. But it'll be fun. Um, and then going into the weekend, you know, I, I'm just do what I'm told. I'm sure there's going to be something <laughs> that I'm supposed to be doing. And I don't know what it is, but... I'm looking forward to these last two weeks. It's going to be a lot of fun this end of the year. It's always fun this time of year. Yes. Little uh, kids get out of school, you know, don't, don't know what they're going to do. Let's just rage around the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, bang around. Break stuff. Yeah. Love it. I love yep. it. Um, I, I want to do want to say one, uh, thank you to one of our fantasy fanatics. They sent me the text. I told you we got a couple of texts. This is one from a guy I went to high school with. He moved to Cleveland. I hadn't talked to him in ages, but he's been – Texting me because he heard that we're all we got a podcast and he listens to it every wow. week. His name's Matt Pearsall. You might remember yeah, Matt yeah, Pearsall. Yeah. So he says, All right, fantasy formula. I snuck in as the four seed, routed the number one team by 40. He had only lost once prior. Ferp made it to my first championship game, baby. Two weeks ago, I picked up Aaron Rodgers and Greg Olson. Looks like they carried me to the finals. Thank you very much for all your help. See, that's what we do, Hank. Yeah, that's what helping we do. people. Helping people get thank to the finals. Thank you for listening there. Yes, thank you, Matthew. Matt. Yeah. Um, and before we leave, I had a dilemma last week, a parental dilemma about a little girl yep. going to a winter fest at Carowinds. Yep. Well, I took the advice of a sagacious Hank Eimer, and I said, you know what? We're making memories here. There we go. I know it's cold. I know you're very hungover from the night before. <laughs> You talking to your daughter? I'm talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's, <laughs> I did everything in my power, though. We went to church. We went to lunch. And I was like, Lucy, Star Wars is playing. I'll take you to McCaddenville. We can go to the Biltmore House. I said, Where, let's go anywhere except for Carowinds. And she was like, no, I want to go. And so I was like, right, screw it. Let's go. So we get in the car, roll down to Winterfest. I'm dreading it like the plague, Hank. I'm just like, God, I don't want to do this. The Pittsburgh game's on, you know? Yeah. We get there, though, and I don't know. It's, you remember in The Grinch that stole Christmas? Remember when he sees the Who's singing the song yeah. and his, his heart, heart grows? grows 100 times too oh, large? Yeah. I open the door, and there's all this music playing, and all these families are popping out of their car with these kids smiling and skipping, <laughs> skipping to the front door. You know, hey. And I'm just, I, I just started feeling very happy and, and proud to be with my family. We walk through the gates of Carowinds, and, dude, they do this thing up really nice. This is not some fly-by-night joke. This is legit. I felt like I was at Disney World. Really? Three million lights. Three million lights. Christmas trees just popping up everywhere. All the little helpers, the Carowinds workers, are dressed up like elves. You feel like you're in some winter wonderland. Fake snow blowing everywhere you go. I'm talking about this. Doing is it right. Yes. So we walk in. Right. It opens at 5, so... Yes, it opens at 5, but the tr Christmas tree line is not till 5.30, so we got there like 5.10, and we're taking our time. And right when we're walking up, just like in Whoville, da re da ru do ra di do do you know? Yeah, yeah. So this music comes on. All these elves gather around this huge tree. I want to say it's 25, 30 feet tall. Just lights up like, oh, man. Wow. So we proceeded to go through. We rode roller coasters. Nice. We got hot chocolate. We sent a, a letter to Santa. We made a Christmas decoration. We joined the elves in some little dance around the roller coaster. Anyway, we did it up. So we got there at 5, came home, left about 8.30, 8.30. So three and a half hours, did everything we needed to do. Awesome trip. Nice. Yes, my daughter was very – she she – 
was very happy that we went. Nice. So, Look at that. Good dad. Dad of the year. Dad of the year. I'm glad I could push you ding, in that direction. Ding, Yes, sir. Thank you for all your help. So, buddy, until next week, hopefully two Super Bowl champions. Let's hope. Let's, Let's hope. hope. Let's hey, hope. Keep, keep me in mind. I need all <laughs> these good vibes headed towards my team because you know buddy. what? More than anything, you know, there's a little, there's a monetary advantage sure. to winning these things and there's a pride thing to this whole thing. I just don't want that guy, Hines, to be the only three-time champion because yeah. we're, we're boys. Yes. You know? He's my you buddy want, and I, wanna... I don't want him mm-hmm. to... To be able to hold that over my head, sure. and you know these th- these championship games don't come often. Yes, you got to hard to advantage. get. You Absolutely. got to take advantage of them. Very hard to and get. So there. now that I'm in, I want to take advantage. Sure. Just I like want that big check. Dan Marino, he got one, got in with the Super Bowl early in his career. Did he ever go back? Nope. Never went back. Never won one. Think about this: the final, the finals, or whatever the final game is actually on Christmas Day. What a Christmas! Day. What a present this would what be. What a present! What a present! You just. Unbelievable. Can we talk about one more thing before we go? Please, sir. Yesterday, Kobe got his jerseys retired. Saw that. Okay. So I'm a. Why is it jerseys? I don't remember. Why did he did he change numbers? Well, I think he had a. uh, Yeah, he changed numbers. He went from eight to twenty four. Yes, but well, okay. So a lot of people were talking about. I never heard this, but you know he had a, a personal like point in his career that I think he wanted to switch gears okay. a little bit. Okay. And that's what I, I remember when he changed numbers, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was a personal okay. thing going on in his life. Um, but people said that he wanted to reinvigorate his career and that he wanted to see if he could do what he did before in that eight. Did you see the stats on that, on the two jerseys? Mm-mm. Okay. So they did, they looked at number eight he scored like 16,500 points mm-hmm. in number eight. Three NBA championships, no MVPs. Okay. 16-5. Yes. In 24, he scored like 16-3, two NBA championships, and two finals MVPs. Mm. Okay? Yes. There is a, a statistician uh, doing some sort of algorithm that looks at every player in the league right now, right. and they say, is this guy a first ballot Hall of Famer? Okay. They looked at both jerseys, <laughs> 99% sure that both jerseys oh, wow. would get first ballot Hall of Famers. Pretty impressive. How crazy that's, is that? That's pretty unreal. He had so- mirrored his career. Wow. 10 years, 10 years. 10 years. That's how long you played in the league, 20 years? Uh, 10 years, 10 years. And to have that kind of success and being two different types because they asked him who was his favorite player. Yeah. And he, was it number eight or number two? Yeah. Okay, great question. He said, I really loved eight. He was aggressive. He dunked on people. Mm-hmm. I love that one. But 24 was a better, better baller. Oh, I love to hear that. That's a great story. Where do you put Kobe on your Hall of – or your Mount Rushmore as he – and I'm putting you on the spot because I have I don't know the answer to this too. I, he's not in my top five. He's probably he's in my top ten of all time. I'm talking about of all time. I got Michael one. Kobe's going to be outside. I've got LeBron in my top five, and he hadn't finished his career yet. Yeah, I think LeBron's definitely in your top five. I think um, the thing that LeBron did is he actually changed the the game. Mm-hmm. Big men are now guards. Kobe played Jordan's game. Exactly. He Kobe played is- Jordan's game. Kobe was Jordan Light, is what I. I mean, not quite as good as MJ, but he was a clone, right. of MJ. Yeah, LeBron has done more for the game for the big man than anybody else I've ever done, and his career is going to be incredible. And I'm, I'm, with, he could end up getting in that one-two category. Absolutely, right, easily one-two. He's there. He's on pace. I, I think Kobe's in top seven. He's, he's right there. Yeah, in that top seven because I think. And I wouldn't have said that yesterday until I read all so this. You read hype. all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, that those are two careers yeah. that he put up that's right nuts. there. That's crazy, crazy to think of. Uh, and I know we got to get it, get out of here. But did you hear the final numbers on Star Wars the opening weekend? Oh man, we bet on this. Over two hundred and thirty-two million finished second place of all openings opening weekend. Avatar. No, actually, Avatar was crazy opening weekend. It was like number six. Overall, Avatar was number one over right. all over worldwide. Uh, so the number one was the Star Wars that came out, not Rogue One, but the one before that. The one that the, they waited yes. so many years to do. Ray and yeah. 
That was number one. This one's number two. Number three was the Avengers. The yeah, the Avengers. You know when all the superheroes yeah, yeah, got yeah, together. Yeah. I can't remember the other two. We'll look it up. But anyway, so it's not finished. Number two. Did he hit that over? With two thirty-two. What did we say it would be? Two hundred thirty-two million dollars opening weekend. I think that's the over. Yeah, what did we say? Two hundred and what did we say? I don't remember. I don't remember said. either. We'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah. But that, I mean, can you imagine the franchise that? Who was it? Disney bought. Yes, they have. That that's the smartest business move they've made ever. Two thirty-two. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's four nights. Yeah. And Thursday night, you didn't start till twelve. How but much do they have in that movie? That's a great question. I, I bet it cost them about three hundred million to make, so they basically got it back almost in three days. So come on, three hundred million getting it back in three days? Nuts, huh? I Crazy. would a hey, to the bank with that oh, thing. I'd be you know. putting out Star Wars ninety-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, ladies and gentlemen, good luck to you and all your fantasy dreams. I hope they do come true. That rhymed right there. That was smooth as a violin. Check you next time. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.